Welcome to Uncensored and Real with your host and author, Amy Petsalis. So I started Uncensored and Real back in 2020, and now we all know what happened in 2020 when we got locked down. So I really wanted to flip that negative into a positive and bring in so many wonderful friends of mine from all around the world and special guests from the entertainment industry to come and share their stories and their journeys as how they started as a performer to where they are now. And I found their stories to be so inspiring and I wanted to share that with you all. So I'm so happy you're here because we originally started all of these interviews back in 2020 up until now and we're gonna keep it going. So thank you for being here and I really do hope you enjoy it. Episode four is with a wonderful friend of mine, Lucas Hall. Now, Lucas and I actually did our performing arts course together way back in the day. And then we got to travel together performing shows and everything like that. So we have some very fond memories together in the industry. But then Lucas moved on and went overseas and absolutely loved it and has now based himself in New York and has been there for many years. And not only is he just living there, but he is now a part owner in a yoga studio and is a wonderful yoga instructor. And I wanted to bring him on and have a chat and share all about mindfulness. So here it is, episode four with Lucas Hall. I started like playing music when I was 13 or 14 and playing guitar and just started writing songs and just writing all my feelings down. You know, I grabbed my guitar yeah. and just did that. And that was kind of the first, I had a spark of the creation of like, oh, this is like a direction I want to go down. And I think it was more to do with the, you know, you know, when you're, when you're involved in any kind of art form, you find that place where it just was like, it's the zone, right? It's that flow state. Yeah. And I, I think I experienced that pretty early on and certain music kind of put me into that state as well where I was just like feeling so deeply, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And most of it was just kind Got of Got you like, in the like field. <laughs> I was an angsty 90s kid, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and, and so I, I was, that was kind of my first point of, or taste upon uh, that flow state. And from there, um, when I was about 17, I, went, I decided, like, let me go to the big city, go to Melbourne. And at that time I was in Bendigo, Victoria. Yeah. And yeah. Um, study acting and, you know, singing and study the performing arts. And I did a little bit of dance then as well. But yeah. was like couldn't put two feet, you know, one foot in front of the other. I was awful. But I was like, but hey, really, we were in the same class. At the we, end were, of the day, so. we were. We were. <laughs> we I worked really, really well. hard. I worked so hard. Um, I was oh, like awesome. so dedicated. Um, and I just kind of went into that world of like acting, singing, as opposed to songwriting. I was still always doing it, but kind of just went down this new kind of route. And I, I remember a few teachers told me that you know, to, to do anything in, in Australia, especially at that time, I'm, you know, I'm, sure, I'm not sure what it's like now, but you have to be able to do it all in some degree, right? So I was like, no, I have to do it all. I have to go down this route. And I, you know, at that point I had, I had some kind of a voice and I, acting was kind of much easier for me. I think yeah. that's growing up gay. I think you learn how to like act, pretend. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but... 
so then I was like, okay, I need to, I need to learn how to dance properly because this is not mm. going to cut it. This is not going to work mm. unless I do this. Um, so I went to, you know, went to a different school and studied there and then went to Sydney and that's where we met in at Brain Street. And by that point yeah. I was like, I was okay, but I, you know, I got thrust into like these classes that I was like fish out of water in, but had to swim, Yeah, you know, and I loved that. But you like, always were a hard worker. Like I admired that you were always dedicated and you worked so hard and honestly, always, like, yeah. As a dancer, mm-hmm. I realised um, I realized that year because it was intense. Brain Street was Yeah, that it how, was. We did a lot. How you had to present yourself. Like it, there was like this focus. I feel like there's an intense focus that we learned there of just like yeah, this connection. And it, mm-hmm. that kind of, that really, really helped me. Um, it was yeah. a tough year, but from there I went into the dance world, went on cruise ships, you know, travelled mm-hmm. around different places, uh, you know, was it was in the world, mostly unemployed as the dancer world is, right? I was kind of yeah. employed for sections, mostly unemployed. And then, as you said before, like learning to juggle it or like having, mm-hmm. having um wanting to do this career so badly but needing another job and I met Tim that year as well in 2003 so I had this new Mm. romance and yeah um, which was awesome and and then from there um, I had my last show was 2007 and it was in Japan it was at Universal Studios Mm. and it was a Japanese Mm. version of Wicked (laughs) like a half half kind of show but before that we traveled together and that's actually what took me yeah. Yes, yes. Which was fun. That was a great little stint before I came over here. Oh, that was fun. And, like, you know, even even with that, though, it's like we came back and we were then offered the other contract to go. So we knew we were going somewhere else. And then it was like, oh, that's been cancelled. It was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have work for six weeks right now. So it was like, again, I think that's when we all changed our direction to go, okay, well, we need to go into other things. But, yeah. Um, yeah. But anywho, I came over here and at that point, it's funny, I moved to New York and didn't want anything to do with that world really anymore. Um, mm-hmm. It was, you know, I don't know. I don't know why. I think it, it, was, it was hard. I was also kind of realising that it maybe wasn't my path, but that was a struggle. Like that was like mm-hmm. kind of ripping apart of like who, I, who I'd who i been working at or working to be yeah. versus who I felt I really was. And so that was interesting. But I came over here and was gigging. I was in, like, I had a band and I was playing around town and it was, like, it was it was amazing. I was recording and um, yeah. I went to Nashville and did this whole thing there and, you know, Visa juggled for many moons. Um, and Tim and I just kind of struggled at, you know, trudged through the trenches and, and then eventually um, came to yoga uh, I was teaching voice at that point in the city and my, and a friend, uh, well, a student then came and we became friends. Her name's MJ. And she was like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you want a part-time job, just come and work at the yoga studio. Cause you know, yeah. it's just up on the west side. I'm like, great, let's, let's do that. Yoga's great. I did a bit of yoga when I was dancing, like get my leg up. Yeah. Love that. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like fun. So um, casual. <laughs> yeah. I started working there and it was, it was, it was fun. It was a community, which was great because New Yorkers, uh, it was, it was very, my friends at that point was definitely spread out and I didn't really have like a core kind of sense of community and that, you know, a yoga community gives that. So I uh, started working there and 
And then I took this class that kind of changed my life. Um, it was with a teacher, Everett Newell, um, and it was a Tantra Hatha class. So it was very energetic based, lots of meditation, lots of pranayama, the breath work. And the, yeah. the physical practice was intense, but it wasn't like like a flow class where you're just moving in all these different shapes. So it wasn't dance. Yeah. Like a lot of yoga right now is very kind of choreography. Um, and okay, yeah. I remember coming out of that class and just feeling like high. Like I felt right. like I was like something had shifted energetically for me. Mm. And um, How wonderful my, is that? That just gives oh you God, that, was, that change, just, yeah. Yeah, and when, when you're experiencing um, like the discord in yourself of, you know, moving, like, you know, you're having to move away from who you were and trying yeah. to, you know, trying to discover who you are again. I suddenly had this moment of just complete peace and clarity. And I was like, that was amazing. And (laughs) how do I get there again? Yeah. But also it felt so familiar. Like it felt really, it felt like coming back to myself. Like I'd forgotten who I was and I was like returning. Mm. And it felt mm. like something I experienced when I was a kid where I used to do these kind of um, visualization things to go to sleep just spontaneously. And I'd have mm. these images and these lights and sound. And I thought, and I, sh- and I remembered that when I took that class, all these kind of memories came back mm. of like, oh, that's, that's where I began. Like that's who yeah, I am. Wow. So from there I kind of was all in to just practicing. Yeah. I was just practicing a lot. And then went to, he moved away, this teacher, and um, who's amazing. And uh, they called yeah. Sunni Yoga. And a lot of Australians actually go to Bali because that's where he moved to, to study yoga. Okay. And his uh, wife, yeah. uh, no, Catherine. Um, so I went to Bali, went up from here, which is ridiculous because I've never been to Bali <laughs> when I lived in Australia. <laughs> it's only like, it's not even eight hours away. Yeah. <laughs> not even. <laughs> I know, yeah. and studied full-time with him, and that wow. was just like, that was kind of it. That was it. Mm. And then from there I just came back, and at that point I became partners, business partners with MJ at the yoga studio. Yeah. And I just jumped in, which is very unheard of in New York City, just to come back from a teacher training. Go, okay, I'm going to teach in New York City. Great. Yeah, wow. You know, it's like the epicenter. So brave. Good for you. I'm in there. So... That was, that's kind of the, that was, that's the path. And, you know, it's, mm. it's, it's continually evolving. Like I'm definitely moving a lot yeah. more into um, Tibetan sound bowls, these, yeah. uh, these little things here and doing sound uh, meditation. I use music in class. Um, I play my guitar and I sing, like we do mantra and stuff like that. Oh, wow. So, so you're it's blending fine. everything that you kind of I think it's um I think it's funny how, you know, when you get to a certain age or whatever it may be, but everything that you have learned, it's almost like it comes together somehow and it doesn't matter what you're doing, but it it has shown you a way and a direction and you can use mm-hmm. so many different things that you've learned along the way in order to be doing what you're doing as well. And oh whatever gosh. direction you go in life, like I think every every little bit of tool and your work ethic, like even because you're always so determined to, you know, just jump in and learn and do, 
I just think it's gotten to where, you, you know, where you are today. It's like, it's amazing because New York is, is a very hard city, you know, and you're still, I mean, how many years have you been there now? It's over 10 years? No. 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. Years. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Oh. So, crazy. See, like, I mean, you know, <laughs> crazy. See, like 12 years ago, did you think that you'd be right in this position, you know, business partnering in the studio and, you know, like it's amazing. It's yeah. beautiful. There were totally times when I thought I would go back, you know, the whole piece oh, yeah, of here is like awful. And so there was times where I was just like, no, why am I here? Yeah. It's so easy. <laughs> <laughs> But I love it. I love seeing all that stuff that you're doing. And I just think, because you do retreats and stuff like that too, don't you? Yeah, which is which has been really cool, especially in this time when we haven't been, mm. our studio has been shut physically, but we've been on Zoom mm-hmm. yeah. for yes. six months, seven months. Um, we did a re- couple of retreats recently, back-to-back, two weekends, mm. um, where we were able to at this huge centre upstate and it was amazing to teach in person again. I just, it was so great. Oh, yeah. Oof, yeah. I miss the bodies. I miss I miss the energy yeah. of the room, you know, yeah, when it's right. Totally. It's like, it feels so good. I know. I felt that too when we had to go Zoom, like, from one day to the next and even just having full days of teaching all day in front of the computer. And, like, we're not used to that. We're used to moving and we're used to, you know, being there and connecting. And then mm. when we were allowed to go back, it was like everyone's energy was just bouncing off the ceilings and the walls because it was just like everyone was just so happy. They didn't care. Even if they stretched for the whole two hours, like it was kind of like they didn't care as long as it was like we were all together. But the energy in the room, I was like, this is crazy. Like I could feel Mm. it so much. But it's uh, connection is just one of the main keys of what we do, you know. And And how like adaptable we've been. Like you don't realize yeah. how far, how different it is until you've experienced it again. And yeah, it's just, just another learning tool. Oh, yeah, just another one. Just another tool. Add to the box. Just another one. I mean, why not? <laughs> it's in the list. Another slash next to my name. Like I do this, yeah. and I do this. Yeah. So it really, I felt like it really taught. Um, I think as individuals, you go okay. So because we all get so comfortable going you know just through the swing of everything and whatever and then yeah you go okay now I've been thrown this my way and I need to do it overnight you know and it's like it really um almost makes you that nervous feeling again to go I just want to get this right or I just want to deliver it well blah 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 and I just think again it's just learning we are learning another tool within and digging deep to go what is it that I can bring and it's like you're bringing so much energy through in order for people to go I can still feel you like as if we were in the room and it's it's a a lot of work but we we love it we do it (laughs) I know and I think that's where our background in performing or you're in it you're still in that yeah um but that the performance skills of being able to show up dig deep and do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like that, that mm-hmm. is not in everyone's toolkit, you know, but no. that's literally how we survive. <laughs> so it's yeah. like when, when it's like bigger the disaster, I got it. Like I, <laughs> I, I can handle it. What do you need? Like, Fine, bring it. I got this. <laughs> yeah, which, which makes me really annoyed of how disrespectful there really has been or disrespect has been around um, performing arts. 
yeah, in, in general sad. in this time. You know, a lot of people lost their jobs, not just performers, but people like on Broadway shut down, for God's sakes. Broadway shut I down. I know. It's like I know all of those jobs, all of those not only on stage performers, but the back, you know, back of house people and everyone. Yeah, there's so much that goes into a show that I don't think people outside of that world realize that this is this is what. Like it's it's heartbreaking because I, I had friends on Broadway and their shows mm. shut. That was it, you know, and still shut till whoever knows when. But it just it it's just heartbreaking. But also, again, I think the upside to that is just seeing how amazing everyone is and how mm. passionate they are, and they're still striving. You know, they're still striving for that goal, and whatever it may be, they're just being creative with what they love to do and how they love to share. And I just think even that within itself should show the world to say this is who should be at the forefront as well. Well, I'm going to throw some more questions at you if you don't mind. So, again, you probably touched on this, but it was it's more so about how did you feel because people that want to relocate eventually when everything opens again, but relocating, like how, how did you feel initially? when you said, that's where I need to be. So Tim and I at that point were in <laughs> Sydney and I kind of realized, was realising that, um, you know, I, I wasn't quite sure where I was and Tim, what I wanted to do. Um, mm. And Tim at that point was working at Nova and was kind of at a point where he was like, that's there's right. no real other yeah. spaces to go. There's only like four spots, yeah. four jobs um, where you know, that he aspired to in the whole country. Mm. And it was yes. like, and it was just kind of, it's very, it's very small, very small industry in the radio. So we were like, I remember in, in, in Japan, one of my coworkers, cast members was like, if you ever want to do music, you've got to go to New York. Cause that's, <laughs> and he was American, he was American. And, you know, he was like, yeah, come to yeah. New York. And it's just like, got to go there and experience it. And then, you know, Tim and I briefly discussed, and it was a brief conversation, and it was more about yeah. let's go and find out and see. You know, we were like 20, yeah, like four or something like that. So, <laughs> that means, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's so we were like, yeah, let's just kind of go. I called my dad and I'm like, let's just go over. Um, and we kind of came over on a whim, honestly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when we arrived here, we went to, we're in LA for a heartbeat. Um, and then came to New York and we're subletting a place. And New York was at that time, and it was just magic because it was just mm. before Christmas and it was snowing. Oh, beautiful. And it was like, you know, New York and all its glory. Oh, God, I dream of a white Christmas every year. I'm like, maybe this year. <laughs> like, you know. And there was, just, there was just something really special about it. And I think mm. the fact that when I touched down here, within a week, I had a gig. And in, when I was in oh. Sydney, it was like, I was like, I couldn't get a gig playing guitar. And like, no, yeah. there was just nowhere to do it. And like, it just was, I didn't even know how to do it there. And this was just like, there was yes. posters, there was people were out there playing on the street. And there was just kind of a vibe. So I had a gig and um, it just felt right, honestly. It just mm. felt right to be here. And at first. <laughs> and then uh, we ended up getting a place that, because it was the recession at that point. Um, mm-hmm. and so we ended up getting a really great deal on an apartment on 57th street right near central park and yeah 
we were kind of like, okay, this is what New York is. <laughs> Let's stay here. Um, but that was that was kind of it was it was really a wing and a prayer that we we just mm-hmm. kind of trusted and did it. Um, yeah, and and having to keep doing that as well because this this city will easily kind of just push you out. Yeah, you know, kind of like yes. you're not working. <laughs> You're not, mm-hmm. you know, you got to show up and do it. You've got to show up and meet That's it. Otherwise, right. the energy is too powerful and it will just like bowl you over. So, yeah. We, we just, That's what I love about New York, though. Up. It's like if you need that push, yeah. Like if you really need that push, it's like go to New York because it will push you naturally, you know. Um, yeah. And I, that's what I do love about that. I just think there's just a lot of energy everywhere there. And I think also, though, if you know how to hone in on that and you like really can ground yourself within mm. it, I think it's super, super important because, like you said, it can just push you out, Oof. you know. I think if I hadn't have started yoga I would have convinced him to go honestly I don't think I was so so unhappy and and just in the sense Mm. of like I really I was desperate for what for like this pop star kind of like rock star world yeah that was really not good like it wasn't even I wasn't even really doing the work as much as I wanted to because I was like so Mm. clouded with this angst like it was debilitating Um, so yeah. once yoga came into my life and almost just like subdued, it's like, come on, like, chill mm. out. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Out. You're more than this. Like you are, you are fine. Um, yeah. I think I probably would have convinced him to, to go home. So I really have to thank Yeah, New York City, man, it's, it's hard. It's tough. But I think, and that was going to be my next question anyway. Like obviously how, how has yoga changed your life? But you're answering it right there. It's just. It really has transformed oh your life, hasn't it? It's like completely shifted. Uh, like I think I was a pretty, I think I was a pretty, pretty calm person mostly <laughs> across the oh, board. Oh, you were. Um, As a friend, I can actually say <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. You were like, if there's little old Amy over here going, oh my god, what's going on? Then you're always going, it's okay. Like you were just always that person. I love that. I love that. Yeah. There was a part of me <laughs> that, that always has felt like when you, that's what I felt like when I was coming, like there's always been a part of me that I feel like has been a yogi in this, in the world of wellness. And like, I've always yeah. kind of been that for people, but I was never that for myself. Mm-hmm. I was right. like so hard on myself all the time. And I still, that's my downfall is I get, I get tripped up by that. You know, it's like my constant remembrance of just, you're fine. You're good. The world is not ending. Yes. You, just, you just stumbled a little. Um, yeah. But, but it's, it's really changed the way I show up um, mm. for myself and also yeah. being a good friend. Like I feel like I've become a better friend and family member. Mm. Um, yeah. because of yoga because I can just I'm just I'm, ha- I'm happier yeah you know I've, I've finally got a space to land um, mm. and I think ritual is so important and people kind of stray away from the idea of ritualistic practices yeah. but getting on your mat every day and moving mm. and sitting and breathing and yeah um, 
just that practice and prayer, like however it shows yeah. up, I feel like is just so helpful. The practice of gratitude yeah, and appreciation for this, for this life. It's like there's, yeah. there's so much that is so much greatness happening in every any one moment, just as much as mm-hmm. you can find the angst about any anything in the world. You know, there's so many people out there yeah. doing great work. Um, mm-hmm. And are not just like the major heroes, which of course they there are they're doing incredible work, yeah. like doctors and our absolutely our yeah. you know our service people, but just generally, just on the street, people are doing nice things for each other all the time. They're just not, you know, and it's really taking a moment yeah. to to feel into that energy because it is a mm-hmm. current that is just as available if you get yeah. quiet enough to really pay attention to it. And um, mm-hmm. it's just not taught to do so. So it's not familiar. Yeah. Uh, people, you know, the whole our whole world is based upon you're not enough, you need this. You know, that's yeah. that's the kind of whole Especially in this industry, I feel like you're always pigeonholed in you don't have blonde hair so you can't go for this and you don't do this and da-da-da-da. You know, like there's always that. And um, and I think if I, if I track back to my first interview I did with Will and that was all about mental health and things like that and him being mm-hmm. a performer and, you know, and just about how um, – you know, even up-and-coming performing artists, of how they adapt to this industry and how they can cope with the letdowns and things like that because you can come from, you know, let's say like a course like Brent Street, you know, whatever, and and as amazing as it is, like you said, it's intense. So if you're loved, you feel like, oh, I am like on top of my game and then you go straight to that first audition it's like, no, and you've just either opened your mouth and gone, <gasps> and they're like, no, we don't want to hear you sing. And you're like, oh, but I didn't even think. They're like, no, that's enough for today. And then you think, wow, like that's that's how cutthroat it is, you mm. know? Like it just, yeah, it's just I, I think it, it is very important. And I find that meditation has helped me a lot, you know, like over the years and I just, I love it. And it's a go-to for me every day. And I just think just grounding yourself and, again, when you just can be still and have quiet time to yourself and it's amazing how much you store up in your mind that once you can just start letting that go again it is just that inner shift that you feel that you go okay now I can carry on with my day or you know Mm -hmm. rest you know peacefully throughout the evening like whatever it may be but I find that that definitely has helped me over the years and yoga obviously yoga's great for the body. <laughs> so totally. I love it. And I feel like it's, you know, most of the time when I sit in meditation, it's not fun. Like it's not, it's not easy. Mm. It's, it's easier the more you do it, but it's still, it's still a, there's still a battle occurring. So, but yeah. still, even in that process of just being with that, being with that, that action of sitting and being with the yeah. thoughts and not just dismissing them or fighting with them, but just like, huh, that's interesting. Five minutes yeah. of that is like is enough kind of self care in the sense you've just taken mm. five minutes to care about your mental state. Um, yeah, that carries you through, and yeah. it's just keeping I coming agree. back to that, and keeping coming back to that. It's um, and like you said, it's that ritual, isn't it? It's that, that that practice that it's a discipline. You know, when we all learn different things within ourselves, it's a discipline that you know, with a bit of dedication and all of that, that really does help, you know, 
long term, not just for that moment. So I think, yeah, it is that ritual practice that you need to adjust yourself to. And as sometimes it's hard, yes, when we all get busy and you think, I'll just do it tomorrow. But really, if you kind of go, no, I will do it for five minutes. It's five minutes. (laughs) That's all it is. It just that five minutes feels like an hour, you know, that you've given to yourself. Oh my gosh. gosh. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so powerful. Mm. It's so powerful. Very rewarding to, Mm. to, to be, to kind of be, um, a tool. I feel like I'm I'm a, I'm a service, right? It's a it's a I'm not yeah. a, it's a service, but it's also of mm-hmm. service to like yeah. to as MJ would say, my business partner. She's like, I'd rather sell wellness. If I'm going to sell something, I'm going to sell the idea of being well and yeah, and giving the tools of of wellness because yoga is it's laid out for you the path. It's like mm. do this practice then this practice, then this practice, and you'll experience yourself. You get to experience yourself as joy, as pure love. Mm. Yeah. Stick with it and and it will change your life. And um, I think sometimes people come to yoga and it's like, it's a class and it's like, there's like, (laughs) and you're like, you're kind of like moving and grooving on the mat and it's like, oh, yeah, that was was fine or that didn't feel great, I'm not going to do it. It's like, well... Let's look a yeah. little deeper beneath and see, like, what's, what's, <laughs> what is yoga, <laughs> you know? There are so many different styles of yoga, right? So it's very mm-hmm. hard for people to, to, you know, let's say we look up at the studio and go, okay, what's the class roster? And then you think, well, what's that yoga? What's that? So I find personally for me, I like to try it all. Like I don't, you know, I don't walk away from going, oh, oh I don't know what it is. I'm not going to do it. I'm right. the one that would try it. Right? The but, um, <laughs> Get in all there. in or nothing. <laughs> so, so true. Um, but, yeah, I just think what what could you maybe explain to people about the different styles of yoga? I mean, I know there are so many, but mm. in your best way, to maybe just to guide people when, if they want to get into it. Yeah, so, I mean, if, if I think – I think the teacher is really important. I think finding someone that you mm-hmm. resonate with is actually more important than yeah, the style of class because classes aren't labelled. Classes are labelled to attract people, which is fine. In, in yeah. they are saying what they are. Like mine's a hatha vinyasa class, meaning to me yeah. that means uh, I think the hatha yoga tradition, which is a lot more about the breath and meditation and le- a little less physical practice, a little less um, flow. But I have vinyasa there, mm-hmm. which means the sequence of things. So I sequence things in a very deliberate way. Yeah. So I call it half of vinyasa. Now, okay. some people call them classic vinyasa or level. You know, there are levels. Some places have like levels on their schedule. But I would say... If, I would recommend if you've never practiced yoga, <laughs> if you've never practiced yoga before, look for a beginner's series, a beginner's series, okay. because one class is not going to really show you anything. It might bring about something, but you really need to like stick with the same teacher for a period of time 
to see the results of that. And going into yeah. it like just a, any old class is, is going to be jarring for the nervous system. Like it's going to throw you mm-hmm. about. Um, So if you're new, go to any beginner series, level one series, alignment-based yoga is amazing for beginners because it's not about flow. It's about putting your body in in place for, you know, structurally sound poses. Um, If you're wanting to do more just kind of mental um, relaxation yoga, then I would recommend restorative yoga. Uh, yin yoga uh, and if you have if you have a physical if you're a dancer which are so many dancers in New York City which is great um, yeah if, if you have a movement background you could go into um, vinyasa classes but just you have to be prepared that you're not going to know what you're doing for at least the first bunch it's got you're going to yes. be looking around much more than you probably you know, will want to. It's going to be uncomfortable because your body. Yeah, I've done one of those. Of, <laughs> the planes of motion that yeah, the planes of motion your body goes through. It's not linear, so you're twisting. Yeah. You've got you've got the frontal plane, the sagittal plane. You've got all these actions in all different ranges of motion that your body is going to be like, you know, mm. just kind of a little bit shocked. So, I'm so glad you explained that though, because I remember doing it and thinking. Am I doing this right? But like you said, I was actually looking around more to go like and you're holding a certain position and you're holding it, but then you're not there for long because you've spent so much time looking. <laughs> How do I do it? Where does my leg go? And then you go, Oh, we're moving again. Like <laughs> so, Yeah, <laughs> we're still going, hasn't stopped. So I yeah, I totally resonate with that because I'm a bit like, yes. I have experienced that. So thank you for explaining that. <laughs> yes. I mean, not many people would know. They just, you know. Most classes yeah. are open level. So there's a tiny little bit of explanation for where to, where to put your body's given explanation, how, what to do yeah. in the posture is not really that given, is not given. And uh, there, there's an expectation that you have an idea of what you're doing. So you know what the posture's yes. names are. You, you kind of can safely move your body in and out easily. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's the majority of yoga. So that's kind of not an entry point for people. So it's like level ones, the restorative practices. um, And, you know, I always always get people into classes that probably shouldn't be in my class in the sense of like they can't really move their body very well. So it's like up to the teacher in an open level class to to give very clear, concise instruction that is safe mm. regardless of your level. So it's yeah. like that's where that's where picking a teacher is actually important as well as the level you enter into and also because you're trusting that person with your yeah. body um, and also you're trusting them yeah, with absolutely. your mind and you're trusting them mm-hmm. hopefully with a spiritual involvement potentially. Yeah. So it's like yeah. you, you better trust that person that you're uh, practising with. <laughs> Can I ask you as well that if mm-hmm. people want to take the similar path, let's say, yeah. what what would be their first step if they want to like, change careers and say, now I, I want to become an instructor, what would you suggest they go, how they go about that? <clears throat> well, I think you want to you be – I would make sure that you have solid practice before you go into – teaching yoga like you have to have a committed practice and really understand 
um, understand what 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 the lineage is that you're actually holding. You know, because it's mm -hmm. it's. Yeah. I still go to class. I'm like, I have no business teaching yoga. <laughs> you know, it is like it's That's like a lie. It's, it's, it's like it's like a. <laughs> When you hold the weight of the tradition, you know, it's this ancient tradition. Yeah. It's like you have to hold that with being humble, right? So that's the, that's the yeah. first thing I think you have to kind of address. Um, each, each yoga, um, if, you're, if you're at a yoga studio and you really love it and the teachers that you really love are all there, they might have a teacher training program there. And I recommend okay, going with a place that you are committed to being in the community, um, yeah. because it is a, it's a community. So if you're the teachers that teach trainings, um, you know, especially at the, at the studios, you want to be under those people that you respect, you know, and that you trust because yeah. it is an intimate, it's an yoga training is very intimate in the sense of you're diving into the philosophy, the mind, your heart, you're working through all of your stuff in a very yeah. intense situation. So you want to trust, you want to have someone that you trust. Um, and that, that is where I think you should start. And then from there in a 200 hour training, you'll get a glimpse upon uh, what path to take because there's many lineages. So you can do, yes. if, if alignment really speaks to you, you can go down the Iyengar route, which is very much, very much structurally sound, um, they use a lot of rope walls. It's very alignment. It's it's beautiful, and but it's a very it's a lens to look at the practice. Um, right, Ashtanga, yeah. which is a little more kind of uh, there's a set sequence that you move through your entire life, and you work on mm -hmm. certain elements. It reminds me of like Roy Dudley sequence. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's like you spend <laughs> what was three it, months learning this one thing. That's right. Yeah. That's right. One whole song for a certain stretch and then to the other side and then the layers that he put on that, which was super cool. So oh, genius. I remember genius. that. Very, oh yes. Yeah. Very. And, you know, when you walk out of that class, you've gone, I just did a warm-up for 55 minutes or however long it was. Yeah. But it became a dance. And it was awesome. However, he, oh, yeah, magic. He's but, magic. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like that's that's the Ashtanga route in the sense that you work on very specific poses yeah. for a period of time until the teacher says you're ready to move on to the next section. Okay. So it's a very, it's a little bit yeah. like more um, compartmentalised, but great, amazing mm -hmm. foundation. Um, yeah. So... I think then you, so start with your small studio, like New York Loves Yoga, um, and then you'll branch <laughs> yeah. out from there. You'll find out what your path is and then you'll kind of move into different expertise. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really lovely. I think that's going to be very helpful for people. And just another plug of your studio, where is it located? <laughs> so it's NY Loves Yoga. It's on the Upper West Side in New York City, but we're on Zoom. So nylovesyoga.com okay. and all of our classes are all on Zoom. So I'm teaching five, six times a week mm -hmm. online. So. Yeah. 
I hope you enjoyed that interview just as much as I did. And if you want to go and see the video guest interview of that, then head over to my Instagram page and my YouTube channel at Uncensored and Real. And you can see my products, my book, my affirmation cards. And don't forget to follow the page and subscribe to the channel so you don't miss a beat with anything to do with Uncensored and Real from events, new products, uploads, and new guest interviews and episodes. So until then, I'll catch you next time.